Hey, Brandon, how you doing? Good, good, good. Just waiting for E1 to 3. Safe. Yep. How's your bank holiday going? Yeah, I I just rested today, man. Nice. Just rested, recovered. My body actually, I felt like my body crashed at one point. <laughs> I I woke up my normal time, like around 6. Yeah. I guess body clock in it. Yeah. Um, then just called, I called like my parents, or well, my parents called me, called a few other people. Yeah. You know, just actually take the conscious time to check on people. Yeah. I feel like I ought to do more because I know those people, they do take the, their time to check on me. So, oh, yeah, true. Just catching up with people, genuinely checking on, you know, if people are doing fine or not because you never know. Yeah. You never know. So, that's true. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's one thing I've been doing recently, people close to me, just uh, making sure everyone's good. Mm. That's true. Yeah. And then, and then my body just crashed. I, I got up. I'm like, I'm going to do some work. Yeah. Um, those stuff woke up around like this was around 12 something yeah so oh yeah i got up because i we were supposed to be recording yeah yeah and then i dozed up and then i didn't wake up to like four something so yeah just just cleaned up my house did some cooking and it's, it's been a good bank holiday it's been decent actually oh, okay so and yours yeah, not too bad. Just the usual. I just um just works as usual to be honest. Um oh. no days off right now. But um yeah, it was all right. Pretty much just worked, did a couple of things. Yeah, just helped, you know, a few people out do some stuff and yeah, just the normal stuff. Yeah. Where is this guy? Let me let me try this thing again. A few moments later. Oh he's on. Sweet. You in? Yeah, yeah. Nice. How's your bank holiday? Yeah, it's pretty chilled. Um, nice weather. Um, I met up with my cousin on Friday. Yeah, just catching up and whatnot. But yeah, other than that, everything. Yeah, everything's good, man. Nice, good. nice, nice, nice. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, we just literally spoke about it to be honest. But yeah, it's just usual day for me. No days off, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, put put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, no days off. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen um the guys from. Oh, you, you guys watch NBA? Um, I just watch highlights just to see what's happening. Yeah, so they have um Shaquille O'Neal, Bar- um Charles Barkley, and those guys on like a show. Yeah, and anytime they say something funny or something happens, they're always shouting, "Put it on a t-shirt!" Oh, really? Because uh, I know what's his name, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He does the same. So whenever he says that oh, quote, he goes, yeah, hey, D-Rock, we need to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny thing, I tweeted at Gary Vaynerchuk during the week. Yeah. I was like, because I hadn't watched him in a while, in a long time. I've not been watching Same, YouTube or TV. Like, I've, out of nowhere, unconsciously, yeah. I have stopped watching TV, um, like TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I realized like, I've not also YouTube has gone down. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I've not watched Gary Vaynerchuk for a while, but I believe that's what he would want because he wants you to learn and then go apply. Yeah. And then he, he, he tweeted at me. He actually replied. Damn, what did he say? Yeah, he was just like, yes, yes, yes. Because um, I was like, oh, I did a podcast and everything. And he was like, yeah, listen to the podcast and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. What, did you plug him in? No, I, no, I just wrote like, 
I I started. I'm consistent with YouTube, oh, okay. podcast, and all that kind of stuff. So, but it was crazy because he that tweet because of him, like a lot of eyes were on that tweet. Really? Just him with one comment yeah. or two comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens. Uh, there's a lot of impressions. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think I've had that many people. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what happens. Yeah, so no, but it was interesting that he actually replied. Yeah. I remember once I was uh, signed into LinkedIn and then all I see, Gary Vaynerchuk is actually nuts, you know. He must have said, um, add me on WhatsApp now. And he put his WhatsApp number. I was like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> but I didn't, I'd, yeah, literally, I didn't add him there. I didn't have the time. But imagine everyone in the comments was just like, yeah, I'm adding you now. I, I still can't see you. And I was like, damn, Gary Vaynerchuk is like, he's on this stuff, man. But I like him. He's he's uh, very motivational. He's not your generic... Um, you know, motivational guy. He just says how it is, man. Stop crying and just keep hustling. Hustle is the most important word ever. And that's what you need to do. You need to work so hard. Guys, we're building businesses here. This isn't about parties. We're building businesses. I used to work in a liquor store from seven in the morning to 10 at night for seven straight years and the only days off I took were to watch the New York Jets. And you know what that did? It made me throw up on myself. So that wasn't a vacation. <laughs> I don't wanna hear about this two job, job thing, right? Nine to five, I don't have time. If you want this, if you're miserable or if you don't like it or you wanna do something else and you have a passion somewhere else, work nine to five, spend a couple hours with your family, seven to two in the morning is plenty of time to do damage. I mean, you start building your equity and your brand and whatever you're trying to accomplish after hours. You, everybody has time. Stop watching f***ing Lost. But yeah, that's, that's, that's what I like about Gary, man. He's just straight up. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a practical, that, I, I call him a practical motivational speaker. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to get hyped for one second and then the, when the adrenaline dies, dies down, it's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... He's a he's a practical guy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm moving up to do a YouTube video on it. Oh, what Gary Vaynerchuk? No, I'm actually gonna click. <laughs> I'm probably saying it now. Well, I'm gonna clickbait it. I'm gonna be like, why I stopped watching Gary Vaynerchuk? Okay. Yeah, but it's just to talk about like you know, learning from it and then applying it and that transition to not just watching and not doing anything else with it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I, I used to watch a lot of motivational uh, videos, but then after a while, they didn't do anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything for me. So you just go back to, uh, you know, the normal stuff. Definitely. But then now it's like, okay, I, I watch, I apply. And then because you're applying and you're busy with it, you you don't watch as much yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you're actually busy with your life now, you have something you're doing, mm. you know, so... Yeah, that makes sense. That's same with me as well. I haven't watched him in like two or three months. So I remember there was a day I was like, oh yeah, let me start watching Gary Vaynerchuk again. And then I was literally scrolling down to like his first, his most recent video in 2018. And it was a long way. Eventually I just clicked on one and I was like, man, I've missed a lot. But definitely I've just decided to be just more practical and do stuff, get things done. So my motto is like, rather than watch people do stuff and like watch them talk about stuff, just you can, you know, spend that time working on yourself, you know, improving yourself. So yeah. that's definitely what 
I've been working on, man. Yeah. All right, let's get this thing kicked off. Sweet. So, what is our first topic? We're talking about do, 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 the Google Duplex. Yes, Google Duplex. Uh, uh, the world so, is coming to an end. <laughs> so, who, who, who wants to give a background story for what Google Duplex is for those who don't know? Um, I, I can do it. All right, go for it. So, Google had their keynotes, their, their developers' keynotes. Um, so not the one that they introduced the new phone. It's really just a software one. And they introduced to us um, something they've been working on for years, which is known as a du- um, Google Duplex. So they've, it's a combination of text-to-speech, deep learning, and AI. So it's gotten to a place whereby the Google Assistant can now make phone calls to help you book appointments and things like that. So right now we can do like the most easiest stuff, which is just simply, you know, if you tell it to book an appointment at a restaurant, it would actually make a practice. And when we say make a phone call, which is what made it very scary, is the fact that the way in which the Google Assistant speaks to the other person across the, um, on the other line of the phone, you won't actually realize that it is not a human being speaking. You know, but they said they said they are still working on it. They are still um, they want to make sure that they get it completely right before they push it out to the public. It can do the simple stuff, but they don't want to release that yet until they know that everything is fine. And in essence, that's what what Google Duplex is. It's just a advanced form of text to speech, um, and where the AI can recognize even even little um, speech patterns and nuances. So even if the person across the phone isn't speaking a normal straightforward english it still understands it it still gets it you know mm. and the scary part is when it does a little um okay yeah it was it was too maybe how can i help you hi i'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client um i'm looking for something on may 3rd sure give me one second mm-hmm yeah it was too humanistic for me. It was just like the fact when he said that, um, okay, you know, as you said, and I was just like, wow, AI is just really taking things to the next level. You know, the rate at which computers can learn things now is is crazy. It's phenomenal. So I don't know. What are your concerns on Google Duplex, guys? I'm a bit iffy on it because I, I'm just looking at in terms of the extreme lengths in which people can take the stuff, you know. Yeah, because I, I was thinking... You know, criminals would probably use use it for you know on online banking and some crazy stuff like that. Mm. You know, they'll probably just use it. Um, well, they use the person's details or just try to you know access someone's account through you know online banking or something like that. Or maybe they're talking to someone at the bank on, and they won't even realize it's the person. Like, let's say I'll be let's say I'll be calling. I say my name's um, say my name's like Frank Castle or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know, I just try and enter that account or use the address of Frank Castle or something. And then, but that's that's not really how it, it, it really oh, works. Obviously, though. you've got them, them hackers that can probably adjust it to, to do it, for, you know. So, but what, 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 what are the hackers hacking? Is that because it's a uh, the hackers will have their own version, which is their own, um, what's it called? Their own Google Assistant, it's, it's from your phone. So I don't really see how they're going to hack. I understand what you're saying, mm. that it can be manipulated, but it's not really a software that you just get your hands on and then you can readjust it to do exactly what you want, you know? 
So, I mean, I guess maybe that's why they've not fully released it yet because they did give an example to say, if you're a business, like if you're a small business, I know how people call small businesses to say, what time do you open? What time do you close? And all that kind of stuff. And it's a bank holiday. The, the Google Assistant can then say, we, we don't open on this day or we open between this time and this time. Yeah. Mm. I, I get what you mean, but it's, it's similar to what you were saying, uh, E123, but I think the people who are going to be most vulnerable are like people like old people. Do you see what I'm saying? You know, they're already getting scammed by people pretending to be from their bank and asking for their bank details. Do you see what I mean? The fact that you can't even tell whether the person, the recipient on the other side of the line is is actually human or robot. It's a bit like the Turing test. You guys have heard of the Turing test, yeah, right? It, 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 it passed, it passed exactly. the Turing test. That, that was my first thought. It actually passed exactly, the Turing test. Exactly. There's no way to discern whether it's a human or robot. And that's scary because, like, I guess, okay, I think there's one solution. My main, in order to solve my main worry, I guess what they could do is basically, like, allow the person to know they're speaking to a robot first. Do you see what I'm saying? If they do that, then I'm cool with it. Because if I know that the person I'm speaking to is a robot, then I guess I'll be less concerned as to, you know, who's on the other line. That's just my main worry. And I do know hackers are going to use this to extreme lengths. I know they're going to, they're going to make the most opportunity. They're going to make the most out of it. But if you think about it, what tech doesn't have risks? Do you see what I mean? Look at everything that's happening on Facebook. Exactly. That's, that's, even using Facebook has, has got risks. And yeah, like my friend was saying the other day, and he was just like, um, um, I didn't sign out of Google. And he was like, there's no point anyway. Google already knows what, everything about my life. Do you see what I mean? Because think about it. Google's <laughs> collecting data. We use Google Maps. We, we use Gmail and all these different apps. And Google's collecting data about us. So to be honest, they know everything about us already. So that's just the iffy, another iffy side of it as well. Like, yeah. But that's 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 just my stance on it. Anything else you guys wanted to say? Yeah, I think there was something my a colleague of mine said that at what point do we stop? Because what's because the scary thing is obviously if you if it's continuous machine learning and it books that appointment for you and then it realizes that it's raining and it's based on your last characteristics whereby you didn't go out for an appointment because of the rain, it then cancels that for you. You then get up to the restaurant and your appointment is cancelled, but it's a business important meeting. Or if it helps you book a flight, but then you didn't cross-check and it books like a 12-hour flight because it's the cheapest one. <laughs> you know, at what, at what point does it start taking away the human experience mm. for us, you know, as human beings? Like, these are things we are supposed to experience. Absolutely. I'm supposed to, the thrill of me booking my, my flight ticket for holiday that I want to go to, like, it's never going to understand us to a point whereby it can do every single thing for us. Yeah. You know, so at, at what point does it stop? That's true. I mean, I guess that's what the conversation with, you know, AI, machine learning and, you know, robots is, you know, what what is the limit? Do you see what I mean? Because if we're handing all this power to to robots or to machine learning and all that stuff, there isn't any limit. You know, before we know it, these AI machines and uh, artificial, uh, what do you call it, machine learning algorithms, they're going to be doing everything for us, running our lives. And two things, not only is it going to make us lazy, it's going to allow us to lose the soft skills that we, you know, we have in such as, you know, being able to negotiate with someone on a phone. You know, as you said, the joy of talk, talking to someone on the phone. Imagine it allows me to, you know, pretend to talk to my parents. That would be nuts, you know. Well, you, it, it can basically do that. You can, you can type up, I guess you can say, Google, okay, Google, call my parents to, to tell them that 
I think I just activated my own okay Google you know <laughs> I just activated my own Google um, yeah you'd be like okay Google tell my parents to that I miss them or something and he calls them I say oh just want to tell you I miss you bye <laughs> yeah but think about it what if the conversation no let's let's be honest let's be real what if the conversation extends you know and your parents start speaking another language you know exactly. Yoruba and then, and then they start praying for you you think Google's going to be saying <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but, but, but you know, you know the funny thing. That's that's where machine learning comes in. Do we know how many languages? Because I know Google is very big in in Nigeria, for example. They have a headquarters in Lagos, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they do. Do we know what languages it is learning? That's true. There is no limitation, but I guess there, there isn't. No, but think about it. in terms of because right now, if you look at Google Translate, it still it still isn't 100 percent accurate. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, there's still there's even the most minute words, it mistakes. Do you see the point I'm trying to make? So, in terms of that language stuff, I think it's, it's we're still far off, basically. But I think that we're taking it to a, a, a different tangent there. But, um, yeah, I think we'll see how it goes, to be honest. As long as, you know, Google puts some stipulations in, in, into line and say, you know, this is, this, is, this is the limit. Here's where the line is drawn. It should never do certain things, you know. It makes users aware that it's a robot online, and I guess I'm cool with it. I'm 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 up for innovative, pro- um, 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 what do you call it, products that you can, you can sort of control and you know have limitations to or regulate, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next segment is uh, what's happening in Africa right now. So we're going to talk about the This Is Nigeria video. You guys have seen it, right? This is Nigeria. Look, I'm living up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man fouls the bad guys. <laughs> what do you guys think of the video? I mean, it's basically what's happening everywhere in Africa anyway. Like what what he's what what he was um what the video was depicting. Yeah, the video, yeah. Yes, basically um don't know the extent of how, you know, Nigeria compared to, you know, all the African all the other African countries, but yeah, that's mostly the basic thing that's always happened, like corruption and you know the uh what's it the police and whatnot mm. you know that they're always uh when it comes to serious matters is a thing where you you need to fork out you know 50 pounds or you know or 50 whatever currency for mm. them to actually do their job when they should be doing their job anyway so exactly that's a good statement when they should be doing their job anyway mm-hmm. yeah definitely what do you think brandon um I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I think he I think he did a good job. He didn't try to overdo it as well. You know, I think he it was simple but subtle, which is similar to what Childish Gambino did. Yeah. Um I mean even even in the lyrics, because there's a he, there's a point where he he referenced a guy called Noble. Yeah. Which is like a Nigerian um socialite. And there was an incident that happened where armed robbers not so what did I say? I'm, um, you know this what they call yao yao guys, these four one nine people. Yeah. The police rounded a lot of them up. Yeah. Um, at the club. And then Noble, this guy Noble spoke out on it and said that the police did the right thing. Yeah. You know. But then it was just like, oh, those guys, those guys worked hard for their money. 
those guys, um, you know, why don't they go round up other other governments who are stealing money and all that kind of stuff? So I'm, I was glad he referenced that because man, we're getting to a place where people are like, oh, because the government is so bad, let all of if all of us do something wrong, and they catch us, yeah. it, you know, it's it's the wrong thing for you know. So he, he even touched on those topics in his in his lyrics about just how we as Nigerians view things. Funny enough, he did get a bit of backlash for doing it, which makes no sense. In mean, what sense? What did he get backlash for? You know, like, oh, he didn't... No, just, you know, because the manner in which he depicted, you know, in which he displayed Nigeria, yeah. which is the harsh truth. Um, people made some comment about the Chibo girls being the ones dancing. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that we are having conversations about, oh, he's using Chibo girls to dance, which already tells you that you guys are wrong. This is the fact that those cheap girls yeah. even have to be in the videos in the first place mm. is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying. I feel like even Gambino's version was, you know, people still had backlash to it. You know, people still said, you know, certain things about it that, I don't know, I can't remember what the negativity around that was as well, but I believe that that's the purpose of art. I don't think everyone's meant to agree on your art, in my perception. Yeah. I feel like art is meant to be, it's not meant to be understood by everyone. I think it's not design, it's art. You know, if if it's not understood by everyone, then I think you sort of served your purpose because those who understand the message behind it will understand it. And those who don't, won't. Another plus side of art is that people can make their own interpretations of what your art conveys. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So I feel like, um, yeah, he did a good job. Uh, but you know me being the being the um, the guy that just likes to you know spice things up a bit. I liked what it did. It was sort of was simple, but I would have liked to see a bit a bit more creativity in certain aspects, you know. But um, in what sense? Um, I feel like there's more. I, I think I, I still think he can. He sort of played it safe. I feel like um, I'll still call out a couple guys. <laughs> of, um, hey, I'm not gonna lie. No, it's true, man. I, but he 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 called out SARS. He called out the hypocrisy of Big Brother Ninja. He called out the transmission transmission. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's that's that's, that's your boy. <laughs> that's Brandon's guy. You know, <laughs> that, that guy. He even called out the whole. You know what we're talking about. Um. So when SARS were be- in this video, you have the SARS people beating them up. Yeah. And then this guy comes and pays them, yeah. but only takes his son out oh, of the picture. Yeah. Remember and the rest still got beaten up. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, that's how it works you in know, Africa. You know? That's crazy. The rich will always find their way to sort of, you know, get things done. Man. To be honest, I feel like, you know, being me being Nigerian, I can speak like this. So I don't want people saying, you know, this guy's, you know, talking nonsense. But what I've witnessed so far is that with Nigeria and with African general, the way you could get by is by knowing people. Yeah, Do you see yeah. what I mean? So I feel that's that's yeah. what that scene was trying to portray. Um, I like to generate a bit, you know, the fact that we still don't have light and it's 2018. <laughs> well, we have light, but it's not full, you know. It's not it's not 24-7, I should say. Um, and, yeah. you know, the, the fact that people are still doing rituals and all this stuff. I, don't get me wrong. I liked the video. I think it was me being the minimalist. I liked it. I just felt like um, I'll, I'll have put a few, a, a few more things I'll have added. But apart from that, I think it's a great video. Yeah. Did you hear where he talked about the the um, hypocrisy on uh, religion in Nigeria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that bit. Yeah. I saw that bit as well. And then the reference to the snake eating 32 yeah, million. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and monkey eating 30... 
Uh, and even even okay, crazy. I think the party he should have done more on is he called out the did you see the bill or what did, you know where you go put your to vote yeah the box what's it called the ba- ballot ballot box the the, the ballot yeah. box um, I think that he should have done a bit yeah. more on that because that's something that's currently a pressing issue hundred percent you know if he made more light about go get your PVC card which is for the the voting card. Mm. Um, I, I felt like that should have actually been a bit more, yeah. you know, prominent in the video. Yeah, so. definitely. Like I said, I, obviously he can't touch on every single aspect, but I do feel like um, there's a few things he could have touched on. You know that we know it's been a you know an epidemic in in, in Nigeria specifically, but I guess you can't touch on everything. And he hit the nail on the head for me anyway. It was it was it was, it was good. But apparently even a P did he even retweeted or apparently um, picked yeah. him up as well, which was good. He did, and he, and he put his location as Nigeria as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a joker. <laughs> but um, I feel like this is good. like I was saying in the group chat. You know, we actually spoke about this stuff in the group chat way before it came out. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, other countries are going to be spurred on as well to do the same. I think I saw this is a Jamaica as well online, but I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, I, said, but, I mean, none of them have done it to yeah, the to standard this, that Files did. It. Of course, of course. No, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course, it hasn't been to the standard, but I'm saying like, there's going to be other people who are going to want to like speak about. It. I think other people should basically use this template or their own template to basically highlight the issues that are going on in their countries. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was, I was about to agree with you that. Yeah. I, I think every country or someone in every, like an artist or someone of, you know, social standing or something should actually do something and just highlight, mm, you know, mm. what's going on. 100%. And I did call it, I knew that Faust would actually be the only person to do this. Yeah. Like when I first saw it, I was like, the only person in Nigeria that I know would have the balls to actually go out and do this yeah. would be Faust. Yeah. yeah. He's a lawyer anyway. Yeah, I know, so. I know, I know. Shout out to Faust. Keep doing your stuff, man. Faust's a bad guy. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Is there anything else you want to add? You want free? No, no, for me. Or would you like them to do a "This Is Ghana"? He can do it. You want to three? You could. You could have bust out your rhymes. You know, write a few bars. Start dancing. What dances did the Ghanaians have? Uh, was that Joanna? Okay. <laughs> <Or> is that <laughs> <Ivory Coast? laughs> Oh man. I'll do a, I'll do a. This is London, and uh, I'll get Brandon to dance. I'll get Brandon and his goons to dance. <laughs> oh man, you're funny, guys. I do not have any goons. My parents brought me up right. Oh man, yeah, man, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, next topic is, um, you know, GDPR, as we spoke about in the last podcast, is um, has already started. You know, it started on the 25th of May. And I read an article somewhere that someone's already suing, on the first day in which it started, someone's already suing um, um, Google and Apple for eight ups for up to $8.8 million, dollars, I believe. Exactly. I know, already. Yeah, apparently it was uh, the guy that basically filed the complaints was an Austrian um, wow. data activist. And his point was the fact that, you know, when we get those uh, boxes that say, oh, would you do you agree with our data policy? We sort of have no po- we have no choice. Do you see what mm. I mean? We have to opt in. Do you see what I mean? Because if we don't opt in, we're not going to mm. get a chance to use their service and all that mm. stuff. So he, he definitely has a point on that. But um, what's your stance on this on this uh, matter, on the subject? I mean... It's a diff- it's a difficult one, but 
Yeah, I mean, because who reads it? No one really reads the terms and conditions like all of them. Like, you know, when you're downloading software and whatnot, you don't really know yeah. what's happening with your with your, with your data. But I think it's, it's really weird now because uh, when I check my inbox, I just get spanned by all these different, like, um, companies and whatnot just saying, oh, um, do you like to opt yeah. in and opt out? And I'm like, when did I even sign up to this new article or whatnot yeah so it's got me thinking like right, I know. what are these people doing my dear <laughs> all these different companies i know to opt in and opt out i'm thinking they have when does the last time i know even visit your website or even what's it register to to, to be on to be on mm. your what's it your service or whatnot oh so, yeah it was a bit weird yeah so, you know what's mad i see that as an advantage actually i shouldn't say you know what's mad but um you know, what I should say is um, what I find interesting, I think I see it as an advantage, basically. The fact that, you know, I don't have to respond to a lot of these emails, I don't have to exactly. opt in, means I can get rid of, uh, you know, yeah. all the all the companies yeah. I wanted to unsubscribe from. Do you see what I mean? So that's the advantage I saw from it. I purposely saw the emails and I was like, yep, I yeah. opted in. Yeah. I, 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 I ignored a lot of emails. I ignored, yeah, yeah. I don't agree with Same. them being forced to opt in, though, because, like... I know people on Twitter yeah. were complaining because they didn't, like some people didn't understand it. Then they were mm. closed until they went and obtained. So they were not allowed to use the full features on, on Twitter. Mm. You know? So, but then those people just didn't understand. I think I, I tweeted at someone like, oh, the new GDPR kicked in, you have to agree to it. And, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think just a lot of people didn't seem to know. No, that it's, Like a lot of the, audience people in the audience even when they got that email they probably just clicked yes mm -hmm. and didn't fully understand the magnitude of like they could actually be opting out of a lot of things you know they, they didn't understand that so yeah. i mean thought, most of oh, i mean most of them actually mm. have a description of the is it gdpr thing like oh yeah the policy before yeah, actually, policy yeah you know giving them an option so i mean they can't really say anything there because they can just go back and say, listen, in the email, we put the policy there. What What's it, what it's about? So, um, you know, it's not really our fault, but, you know, if, if people don't really understand it, then, you know, I'm not too sure. That's true. Also, I feel like if people don't understand yeah. it, I guess they should just Google it. You see what I mean? I feel like... That's true. No, I'm you know gonna lie. I feel because like... they're the same people gathering the data that are referring to Google. They, I say, what would you we say? We say go Google it. Well, Google also is all gathering data, so... That's true. That's true. Wow, That's, true. Like... That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, on, on one hand, I see where they're coming from. Like, we got to know... To be honest, I see where they're coming from in terms of... Do they, do they mean that, oh, could you tell us how this is going to affect us you know, for the fact that we have a relationship with you. Do you see what I mean? So if I got an email from Google sending me, um, asking me about the GDPR, telling me about their updated policy, I want to know how it affects, you know, the relationship between me and Google. If they're talking about that in that sense, that makes sense. But if people are saying they don't know what the GDPR is, then I think they no, need to I, Google it. When right? I say people don't, I just, like, actually, one, people don't actually know what it is. And I'm they were not actually, okay. it seems like it wasn't publicised. If people are weird. I don't know if I, if that's the feeling I got. I think because we work in an industry mm. where we deal with mm. this stuff, so I mean, it's, obviously, I mean, it's not necessarily that because people are actually getting the emails as well. Because uh, I, that's what I'm saying. Like people, people are just getting emails to say, "Oh, this is changing." You know, we're changing some policies. Blah blah yeah, blah but blah. If, blah. if you get like um, what's it? Multiple emails about GDPR or the GD? Is it GDPR? 
Yeah, GDPR. <laughs> GDPR, bro. Yeah, GDPR. You'll be thinking like, what the hell is that? Start Googling. Yeah. Do you see? I was, you know, you know, out of interest. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, mm-hmm. that's just me. True. Anyway, so I, I don't True. No, 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 definitely. I agree. Because like, when, when we found out that we, we we have to know about as well, I was like, man, I need to know what, this, what it's about. So, once I went on it, apparently it's like a, it's got like over 100 pages or something, you know, lot tons of pages. But I, I spoke to a guy who's a GDPR expert oh. who does it for startups. And he was telling me, oh, don't worry, there's only certain things that you guys need to comply with. All you need to do is know these certain things and how it's going to affect your startup. So once I heard that, I was like, that's cool. That's why it was very important for me to know about. Do you see what I mean? And it's still something we're working through in the process because we're still not really sure about, you know, the move we should make because we're not really mainstream. We're not, we haven't got into you know uh main yeah. startup level do you see what i mean like google level or mega startup level so it's very important to know like how it affects us and you know is it worth i'm not saying it's not worth spending the time but it's not just time it's about money you know you've got to ensure that you're sort of putting in the right policies and getting someone who's specialized yeah. in that area yeah. do you see what i mean because i believe that if there's something you're weak at you know you, you can either learn it yourself but if it's something that's going to need you know an advanced understanding, someone who's actually knowledgeable in that area, then employ that person to do that stuff mm-hmm. for you. Do you see what I mean? So it's it's, it's definitely important. It's definitely uh, 100% important. But apparently there's still lots of companies, especially startups, who are, I won't say confused, but they're unsure about how it's going to affect, you know, what to do. And I don't blame them because, you know, we're still in that scenario as well. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it's tricky now yeah. after the whole Facebook stuff, just how you, it, how you handle it, what you do with it, you know, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys seen that video of Mark Zuckerberg getting grilled oh, in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Europe, right? <laughs> Will you allow users to escape targeted advertising? I mean, I asked you six yes and no questions. I got not a single answer. And of course, well, you asked for this format, well, for a reason. Okay, I'll make sure we follow up and get you answers to those. You have to ask yourself what, how you will be remembered as one of the three big internet giants, together with Steve Jobs, I should say, and Bill Gates, who have enriched our world and our societies. Or on the other hand, in fact, the genius who created a digital monster that is destroying our democracies and our societies. Oh. I, was, I was very happy that the EU did that, because one, it shows we are not, forgive me, Americans, but seriously, I do not know what your senates were doing. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. I think a lot of the senators were old, if you you realise that. Do you see what I mean? And if you looked at a lot of the um, younger people, a lot of the um, people from the EU, they were quite young. They were quite, you know, um, they understood what was happening. Was it Yonka? (laughs) What's his name? Yonka. Oh, I've lost his name now. I I know who you're talking about. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think, to be honest, I think like Zuckerberg and the government, I think they're, you know, they they must have shook hands before. Like I think like they're basically, you know, couch buddies kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? They because in what way? Google Google and what's it, Facebook. No, no, the government and Facebook. I swear doesn't the government own part of Facebook or something like that? I read somewhere. I'm not sure if they own part of Facebook, I know they've done a lot of Facebook yeah, they've done a lot of work with them or something like that. Um helping them catch people yeah and criminals and all that kind of stuff so this does work yeah so i'm yeah so with that i'm guessing that you know 
is a bit of a, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing. But, yeah, that, that's why I think they went easy on him. Because they... No, I, 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 I don't know if the American Senate went easy on him. No, I wouldn't say well, compared to, like, what the EU did. Like, these guys were, like, pack of wolves. They were already... They, they wanted answers. No, it seems they wanted... You didn't see them. They wanted answers. But, you know, with the... Yeah. But with the American, 100%. they didn't really seem that aggressive to the extent of the, the EU. That's, that's how mm. I feel. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. But I just feel like, like I said, if you compared the age, you know, category of the senators... And the guys, you know, the governors and representatives of different countries in Europe, you can see that, you know, one had a more younger audience, you know, you see what I mean? And that's why their questions were so robust. Their questions were so, were so, you know, were so, uh, what do you Are we we Uh, going to say that, because I'm pretty sure the people in in the Senate have younger people who work for them, who could have helped them prep the question. These guys seem to have done a lot of homework on on Facebook Mm. before he came for that. Like, they were ready. They knew every single thing that there was to know about his, his past dealings. I mean, they were making reference to... Someone said, one of the guys said, you've been saying, you've been saying your story since, like, 2008, last 10 years. And yeah. literally, like, told him what he was saying sorry for. And even Zuckerberg was like, oh, okay, um, that's a bit much. You know, like, how do you... Yeah. But I think it's just preparation and a united front because I saw a lot of comments saying like, although a lot of people don't like the EU, they were very proud that they were all united on this topic and dealing with, you know, the misuse of data. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I see where you're coming from. I just feel like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I feel like the people in America should have had, you know, reps, as we said in the last podcast. But I don't know. We'll see how it goes on for Facebook on this road. But I think they need to, Facebook needs to watch out because the government is on them, you know. Everyone's eyes is open right now. People are leaving Facebook. And, yeah, it's a hot time for them right now. It's a very, 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 very vigilant time for them. So, we'll see even, what Even our friend, um, what's his name? Nigel. <laughs> Bray, nah, don't call him my friend. He, that's, he ain't my friend. He, he ain't my friend. He, he was there as well. I mean, that was, that was, I, I was surprised he was there, actually. I was, I was a bit shocked. Yeah, I was thinking, that's why I asked you that, Faraj. I was thinking, I what are you him. doing there? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see? No. He was oh, there. There, there was a second. There was a second video was a by second. the. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. By the yeah, they they went more in depth. Right. In depth yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a second and one. Like think, thinking of this data thing and look at Facebook yeah. and this GDPR stuff because there was an article where yeah. websites on in America are not giving yeah. access to people from the EU because they in America were not applying to the GDPR um, policy. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so they couldn't give because, I mean, I'll, I'll read the quote. It says, from the Arizona Daily Stars said, we recognize that you are attempting to access this website from a country belonging to the European Economic Area, including the EU, which enforces the general data protection regulation and therefore cannot grant you access at this time. Mm. How are, are, are the government taking this serious in America? Are they, it seems she- like they're, they're not as rigid or harsh like the EU are in trying to fix it. Yeah, see, that's where I'm confused because I heard that uh, even though the law is, you know, based in the EU, it's for the EU, every company in the world, you know, still has to comply to it. So I'm a bit baffled. Like I said, I think we should, you know, see what's going to happen in the upcoming days with GDPR and how it's going to change. You know, it's still very new. So is there anything else you guys wanted to add on GDPR? Or anything else? 
Protect your data, everyone. Protect your data. Pro- that's, that's easy to say, though. Protect your data the way um, the royal wedding, the royal family pro- paid money to protect uh, that wedding taking place. Did you see how much they spent on security for the royal wedding? No. How much did they spend? Millions. Millions? Yeah, it was the most expensive part of the wedding. Wow. I'm not surprised. Like, yeah, my, 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 my sister doesn't like the royal family. She's like... She's not having it. They spent all our tax money to go to go. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's mostly a lot of people's um, behavior or attitude. Do you see what I mean? So, but it's all good anyway. All right then. Um, I guess we'll be we'll have another episode next week. And yeah, you guys tell us what you think. Sweet. Peace out. Later.